مرحبا You're listening to Real Voices by Miss Alisar That's me, Alisar Nasr And uh, today we're going to talk about passion Is it more than a fruit? Two guests are two beautiful souls. Jennifer Hashemi, who works at PwC and is Mawakib class of 2004. And my other beautiful guest is Marwa Shebani, who is an active member and uh, hardworking person at the Ministry of Artificial Intelligence in the UAE. Welcome to both of you. A pleasure and an honor to see two of my students grow up to be such awesome young women. I am so proud. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We're excited. I think we have opposing opinions on this, so this should be fun. That's why you have us here. Yes, <laughs> you fell for it. I Now did. you're here. So we're going to talk about passion and is it just a fruit? And I think when I posted this video on Instagram, it, it became very famous because I said, What did I say? I said, passion, 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 passion. The best thing I love about passion is passion fruit. Let's take the conversation from here. Jenny, I know where you stand on it. Let's talk. All right. So I just, when we started having these discussions, I always thought that it wasn't fair. It was, it was really heavy on people to just say, look for your fashion, look for your passion, excuse me. Um, Mostly because it's it's very difficult to find a passion and a lot of people just don't have one. And that just, the added pressures, particularly when we're speaking to graduates, but even when you're speaking to young adults, adults, anybody, things, statements like find your passion and follow it or find what you love and let it kill you and all these really cool quotes, they're just, they're just an add-on to what is already very difficult, which is finding your way, finding your path, finding what you are meant to do, what you will be brilliant at without having to have that added pressure of your passion. I agree totally. Everyone knows I agree with this. This is why I've invited you back over and over to talk to our students, because I do find that it is a burden. Mm -hmm. I do subscribe to the notion of uh, loving what you do, enjoying what you do, uh, being okay with waking up and going to do what you do without necessarily having passion for it. I do think a lot of people find their passion sometimes early on mm -hmm. we you know we have students as young as five who think they have a passion already and that's good that's not bad nothing wrong with finding it or having it or knowing it but there's definitely something disturbing for me that we make it a goal for young people yep. find your passion seems to me like uh, too much pressure on mm -hmm. kids i think Ms. Elisar, the better way to say it would be do everything that you do passionately but it doesn't necessarily need to be your passion. So you should, you should enjoy doing it. Um, and you've mentioned that we have to try different things. We have to, to love different things. And it, it, I might enjoy it for a certain period of time, but after a while, this is not what I want to do anymore. And it's fine because I've done it with passion for, for the certain yeah. amount of time that I did enjoy it. And then I move on. Uh, finding passion, I think the burden that you're talking about has been 
more about this is your life goal and if you find it you stick with it and this is it that's so fantastic. That actually, that's yeah. fantastic we don't have opposing views i just realized no, i completely agree with you um i feel like if you do something and you do it well which means that you're banking on your skill set where you are in life what you've learned what you can do well what has come your way and you do it with a passion that's fine but giving um young adults this burden of find your passion because there's almost no other way that you will survive the career or the the or that you will grow into the person you're meant to be i find that that's just added burden 100% not only added burden but actually sometimes uh leads them down uh trivial and fake pursuits of passions yeah. so it becomes let me find what's out there test it all until i find my passion which becomes really yani conquerir l'inutile on dit en français yani you're following something but you're not really after anything and finding passion versus finding out about your passion yeah all right mm-hmm. there's a big difference there's also building building your passion there's no and, and another issue i have with the whole passion thing that i always mention when i do speak to the graduates and so on is that the notion that passion is stagnant that you'll find the one thing and you're passionate it, you about at it. 16 mm. and you will stick to it till you're 60 mm-hmm. that's impossible it's impossible the world moves way too fast there are things that have i mean you just mentioned you work in ai where was ai 10 years ago how could you have known 10 years ago that that's something you would no. enjoy and like and potentially spend a few years doing with all your heart you know Makes it's total sense yeah so anna for me i also like to direct kids to not think they have to find all the answers now it's too early to start thinking now about where is my passion how do i find it where do i look for it ease into it enjoy the simple things of being children in school right now it's nothing wrong with it but in a passion should not be connected to career it doesn't have to be my passion could be and you all know i have like a love for doodling you know i love talking to you guys so today this is my passion tomorrow it might be i'll go fishing so passion separated from it's going to become something i turn into financial gain And there's now a very thin line because a lot of kids are Looking misunderstanding this and think that if I find the passion, that's it. It's my first step to becoming financially independent. But Ms. Elisar, it's also the other way around. Hmm. Um, if they start, and I think all of us have started our careers in a place that we didn't enjoy. No one enjoys what they do at the very beginning because you start at the very bottom. And then they, they think that they're not passionate about it. Therefore, it's the wrong career. They're th- therefore, they're not motivated to do it. They don't build on it. And it goes back to the building on what you enjoy and what you like. Um, and I think this is where it's been misused or we're pushing people towards the wrong direction because no one enjoys what they're doing all the time. And if we misdefine passion to enjoying or having fun or whatever, then we're falling into this trap of us doing things, uh, changing what we do over and over only because we think we didn't find our passion. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. So it's very important to point out even if you are passionate about something it's blood sweat and tears yeah and it doesn't mean you're going to be having 100% great time every day all the time it doesn't make any sense so how do we redirect young people and here my particular interest is in high school to university mm-hmm. level uh young people to not get caught up in this pursuit 
of passion because it should not be a pursuit more than just keep your eyes out. A discovery. A discovery, exactly. So again, it's about, you know, not finding it, but finding out if you're passionate about something or anything and understanding that it's okay to change passions and it's okay to jump from one passion to another, you know. But it's also rare. It's not something that everyone finds. I think people live and die and still not find that one thing they're passionate about. Some people do. Some people find it at an early age. Some people find it late in life. But not everyone finds it. It's like your true love. Not everyone falls in love. Not everyone. um, It's not for everyone. Great. But on that, then, I want to say then, that means you're not less adequate if you don't. Absolutely. So not finding passion doesn't make you less of a huge success because you're happy than someone else who has found um there's something that i also that is a part of the chat i have with the with the let's call them young adults because that's what they are um building on your skill set is usually for me at least it was a more it, it reduces your margin for error, I feel, a lot more than running after whatever your passion is at 16, whether you have one or whether you don't, or trying to find one. Knowing what you do well and where you excel by the skill set that you are, either a skill set that is innate, a skill set that has been built up on. Because once you, I find that looking for your passion in the ultimate is wonderful. Discovering it, figuring it out, changing it during the, but. If you have a skill set and you build on it and you become really good at it, it's almost impossible for you not to fall. Jenny, say more about that. So when you say skill set, kids are going to want to know what do you mean? What do you mean skill set? What do you want me to know? What are these skill sets? Are they personal to me or are they the generic form of skill sets? Honestly, this is something I want to understand. Okay, so... At least, I mean, from our graduate batch, if I look back, I realize everybody who eventually found who eventually found their passion or their way or whatever, were the people who, if we look back at their performance in high school, we could have known. Mm. Sahar Parham says something very, very correct about this. She went down, I believe, the media route correct. for a while. And she says inside of her, she always knew she wanted to be a chef. Mm. And when she took that, like when she went off on a tangent, she excels yeah. She excels. She's all over. She's she's just she's courageous. She's, though. Yes, she was brave. But she knew. Mm. She knew she had the skill set. She knew she it was something she liked. It knew she it was something she had to perfect. You're touching on trusting instinct. Then. Yeah. Ah, so and trusting that important. inner voice that tells you this is something I want to do. Yeah. So let me build more of the skills required for what I want to do. Yeah. Ah. Maldas Madi was willing to sleep in a studio on the floor with paint everywhere because that's just what she loved. If I go back to what we were doing in, in high school, she had almost, she had very little interest in the academics. She excelled at the art club. Mm. It's where she found herself, but she didn't trust her instinct. So she went down the media route and here she is now super successful on a full scholarship in one of the top, I think she's in Rhode Island mm. uh, art school. She's, she's excelling there. It just, it took her a long time. I mean, we but graduated also, 10 years ago. But also, that. doesn't... You graduated almost 20 years 20 ago. 20 years ago, yeah. Holy moly. Oh, my God. But she had that skill set. Good you know for what you, I mean? Malda, wherever you are. Yeah, but she had that skill set. She had it in her. Jenny Baskamena, it's about being realistic sometimes. And realistic means why not get uh, financially independent by doing something you love mm-hmm. and you like going to work, build your capital... So that you can invest in a passion. 
Absolutely. يعني be realistic in the end. If your passion is art, but you can't afford to finance your passion, then you have right. to get real. And right. get real means make a, a career, make a living, become financially independent so that you can finance your passion, which could be fishing. Right. So I always say to young people before you start thinking, what's my passion and I need to find it and study in university accordingly is get that degree and that job going. Mm-hmm. You're still young. You don't have to do all of this before you hit 25. No. Take your time. But it goes back to the thing you said earlier. Success or your your career and your success are not necessarily related to your passion. Um You could be very successful, but your passion is in something completely different. You're saying it okay. doesn't have to yield. Something. It doesn't have. Yeah, you doesn't. You don't need to get something out of it. It's not an exchange. Mm. It's not you do this and I get that and I'm happy because I'm passionate about it. Mm. And passion can come in later. Passion can um, can leave. I think it's it's not it's not a stable thing. Uh, it can't be it can't be the stuff we were fa- passionate about 20 years ago cannot like there's something very bizarre if they carry you if your passion doesn't ebb and flow with where you are in life had a career wise but, but you could be passionate about you know if you're making music, music and make it all your life mm. the music that you're passionate about at a younger age that change. develops the amount of time you have to dedicate to it that's what I'm saying like it's this whole constant. at 16 yeah. find your passion and carry it with you is too rough. much demand too much yeah. but Miss Elisar it's also at 16 if you find it it's easier to make decisions for them but if they don't find it they're pressured Yeah. Because it, it goes because someone to, is yeah. telling them, find your passion. And this is why that video that triggered this whole conversation, I said, you know, what does it mean when you say to kids, find your passion? What are you asking them to do? What are you, what are you asking them to do? Are they going to go look in the closet? Yeah. Well, look in the, under the table. Where do they find this passion? You have to let it flow. Passion either comes naturally to someone and they feel it and they follow it. And that's wonderful. Or it comes in the form of love for what you're doing. You know, there are taxi drivers who are passionate. There are, you know, uh, mothers at home who are passionate. I wish we would segregate it from career objectives. I wish we would separate it from monetization. Mm -hmm. And I would wish we would just keep it as if you have it, good for you. I'm very happy. Now work on it. If you don't, no problem. If you don't, you're almost luckier because you get to discover. Oh, well, there you go. That's a nice that's way to, a, that's a, a very nice positive perspective on it yeah. to give to people. So if you don't have it, consider yourself lucky fortunate you have, yeah. that you have a chance to explore. Yeah. yeah, and don't feel left out. You're not the only one. So if you're um, not passionate about something, what, what you answer them, you tell them, tell what's them. your advice for them? If, if they couldn't find it and they've been looking and... They I said, first advice, stop looking. Mm-hmm. Stop looking and relax and go through the motion of being who you are. And someday when you're reading a book or surfing the net or talking to people or in a coffee shop or you hear a music on the radio or you listen to someone say a talk, something will trigger mm-hmm. and you will find it or something will not and life goes on. I can say to you, Right now, if you tell me what's your passion, I'd say I don't have one. But I love my job. Yep. 
I love what I do. Mm-hmm. That's good enough. Actually, it's better than good enough. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's more than most people can say. And another thing is also, it's very nice to know what you want. So we're talking about a very small group of people who would say at a very young age, oh, I know what I'm passionate about. It's, it really is usually a very, I mean, we've asked, it, it, they're very, that's very cool, great. But for the rest of the class that is lucky enough, or for the rest of the group, let's say the sample group that is lucky enough to not know and has the opportunity to discover, um, it's good to also, if you don't know what you want, it's also good to hone in on what you don't like. Oh, that's also good. good. That's El- another way to address it. By elimination. Because you just said it. There's something might get triggered or something might not get triggered. Mm-hmm. You might go the other way and just go, maybe I don't know exactly what I'm passionate about. I know the things I dislike or the things I don't want to I like what you're doing here because you're giving value to those who don't have it. I like how you said those of you who are not in the sample group that have identified it are lucky are yeah. fortunate and this is what i want to send across to is it's not a sign of inadequacy it's a sign of excitement yeah Ex- get excited about the fact that ah you have a lot more to uh, try and error, try yes, and error why not you have a lot to test until you find and if you don't no problem yeah. many of us are living without it and living just fine Very happily. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's another thing that nobody talks about is that if you have identified a passion at that young age, I know so many people who identified it young, did it for 10 years, didn't realize that it became a burden ah, because they had go. associated themselves so closely with it mm. and that they had fallen out of love because they had turned it into a job mm-hmm. and monetized it. Yeah. They've lost the love for it, but then they tell you, you know, yeah, but everybody knows me as a pianist. But mm. I hate the piano. Andre Agassi is one of those people, by oh. the way. I don't know if you've read his book, but he he resents that he got into tennis and that he got stuck with really? tennis. And it was never what he wanted to do. And after such a successful career, he doesn't enjoy it. To give you an example that like of people who have associated their name and what they and then were. And it's so difficult to back off yeah. after a while mm. and to yeah. take a step back. And I mean, that's incredible. I, I was one of his fans, so it's incredible. But that's also... something that we need to address i think maybe um just because some people found passion and and they've been doing it for so long and um even if it's it's a burden they need to realize where that timeline where that thin thin line is to it's okay to try new things it's okay to move on it's okay if this is becoming too much and then the other people who are who need that push Um, sometimes there are obstacles, sometimes it's not easy, sometimes you just need to move on. So I think it's confusing. And well, at the same time, people like Sahar that I'm you know, so proud of for Yalla. being brave. Mm-hmm. So it takes courage. Or the other thing you need is surround yourself by people who will tell you it's okay. Yeah. Who will support you when you change that path. Who will be there to make sure you do not feel less adequate because you've decided to move to the next step. So you need to surround people yourself by people who are positive that way. Mm-hmm. And if you're fortunate enough to have the courage of Sahar, yep. then good for you. So Jennifer, you spoke about Sahar mm-hmm. and how she went from media to uh, pastry chef. See, I'm not even sure if she was in media. I know for a fact she's a pastry chef. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, there you go, because that's what she excelled in. Yes. And that's what she loves. And that's what we... follow avidly on her instagram 100%. I, so anna for me it finishes really with give kids a break 
they have enough pressures to deal with is in our modern world that they don't need one more. Actually, I like to always say to people who come on our campuses in Mawakib, to say to them, as you start talking to our kids, can you please cut two sentences out of your uh, text? First one is find your passion. The other one is follow your dream. And I'm thinking they're 13. Yeah. What are they dreaming of? Dinosaurs. Masala. So I'm saying give these kids a break. They don't need more things to rationalize and think about that will determine where they go next. Second, the world <clears throat> is full of people who have followed their passions <coughs> and others who haven't. If we look at the statistics, you'll find the minority are the ones who followed passion. Yeah. So can we all address the majority, and they're not necessarily not successful. The no. The ones who's the, it's not directly correlated with success. <clears throat> following your passion has as much success and failure rate as following your skill set, as following yeah, your parents' advice, as following. But you know what? Passion is getting more airtime. That's what it is. Passion, passion is, getting more, is getting more airtime. I love that. And it's getting it's more true. noise. Noise. It's a buzzword. On, it is. It has become a buzzword and it needs to. It's nice be, to hear. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's nice it's, to hear about I, it. You like yes, the success stories, the inspiration. Oh, he's passionate. Yes. Oh, she's passionate. It's which is lovely. fine if it's applicable, but it's not fine if it becomes a target. Um, the last thing. And, so, and I think, Miss Elisar, people who are not passionate have used that word as well as a form 100%. of success. <laughs> and this is 100%. why we've fallen for it. It's because everyone has been using it. If, if they become successful, that's the first thing they say. I was very passionate about what I do. I struggled. I pushed. I Nobody is passionate about, you know, sewing up an orange and then a, 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 an animal for a little while before they get to perform surgery. No. Nobody. No. It's not fun. No. Nobody enjoys spending all nighters reading books about biology. They enjoy the medicine. They like the but the reality is the path there is it. You're not passionate all the time. It wasn't necessarily your passion. You were good at it. You were predisposed. You showed an interest. You showed an inkling towards it. You mm. built on it, mm. and eventually, twenty years later, we speak to you, and you are a very successful surgeon. And you say, "I was passionate." The reality is, you take that person That's back twenty brilliant. years. They were not. It's brilliant because I will say to you, it's become a required narrative yes. to drill the idea of get an education. Let me say passionate, but no, it doesn't work like this. You know, I've heard someone recently use this. These are not my words, but they said that um, when someone is passionate about something, it's harder for them to let go. Mm -hmm. um, therefore, they are stuck. So I'm very happy that I'm not passionate about what I do, but I'm very good at it. Ah, very nice. Give her a high five. Yes. High five. Give her a she high, five. high five. There we go. That high five. Exciting. They came in as opposing uh, opinions and they're leaving as uh, same opinion <laughs> no i completely agree i completely agree again it, banking on your skill set yeah and building on it it's it's a better it's a better bet to place on yourself than this you know big fluffy word of follow your passion or your dream it, yeah. that's not easy and the last thing is don't think of it as a static status meaning you could be passionate one day and calm the other day and that's okay to mix and match until you find where you are at ease expressing all of these things. 100%. Right. And can I say one last thing? Of course. Thing? You don't need to raise your hand and ask for permission. You're my okay. teacher. <laughs> Always will be. 
uh, one one other thing is that a lot of people don't know what their passion is, even if they do have it. Um, someone once asked me, uh, so I've, I did try a lot of things throughout my life. I did try, you know, uh, community work. I did try MC Voices. I did try uh, different careers um, in strategy and events and marketing. And I... I never realized what I enjoyed, what all these things had in common until someone asked me, what what is it you're passionate about? Why did you do all these different things? And I thought to myself and I, I realized that I am passionate about impact and it doesn't mm. matter where I find it. It doesn't matter if it's in my career. I love that. And I, I truly believe that this is what I'm passionate I'm about. I'm so proud of you Thank right you. now. Thank How you. long did it take for you to Beautiful. figure that out? I never knew it until someone asked me. So you were and then I went back in time and I saw this is what I enjoyed. The common and denominator. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, that's amazing. So Mama. sometimes you can't define it because you've never thought about it, but you've been doing it all this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My whole life I've been doing it, but I never realized it until someone asked me that question. That's amazing. I love that. And I'm very happy that that's what you're passionate about because that's very impactful. Could you have known uh, when you were graduating Moakib if somebody had asked? Or did it take a while? I don't you think so. I don't think you realize because you've, you, you do it, you're happy about it. And you think, you know, everyone else would have loved it. I think if you've, you did the same thing, you would have enjoyed it. I think if you did, but it's more for some people than others. And, and then you do it over and over again in different ways, in different contexts and different. And then you realize that this is what it is. It is exactly mm-hmm. like finding the common denominator. Yeah. And I love that. I'm a math teacher. You can't take that out of me. <laughs> you can't take this out of me <laughs> and you can't identify the common denominator in hindsight earth, yes. in hindsight All so right. which goes back to your point that at 16 it's too much of a burden yeah it is and uh, let's leave it with um, we should keep it as a fruit 100% uh, passion the best thing about it is passion fruit and uh, if you have found it good for you but if you haven't also good for you yeah. and uh, be patient and uh, see how life evolves thank you both for being thank my you so much thank you for having us guests i thoroughly enjoyed this we could have easily been in my living room having this conversation which i love so let's promise that we will meet again and do that more often definitely yes. promise yeah yes. promise thank you both very much love thank you. you thank you say sir